The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Welcome to the Pulpery Sportscast with Brock and Ben. This podcast is where we discuss the sports headlines that intrigue us and those little stories that enrage us. Apparently, the nine-person text message string that I was in. Are you ready for some football? I'm sorry. I can't stop laughing. It lasted about two and a half quarters. And I turned it off before uh, the fourth quarter when it really got bad. Yeah. I think they scored 21 points or something. But you could tell about halfway through the third quarter that Brian Kelly had no fucking clue what he's doing. None. Close game. LSU controlled the game. Went for it on fourth down about, I don't know, 700 times. <laughs> Although, in his defense, you should be able to pick up a couple of yards in, I don't know, 37 plays that they ran inside the five. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> like, whoever's pump. Never mind. All the fucking talent on that team. You can't get two yards. Fine. Okay. Rust, first game of the season. They came out on the second half, and I swear to God, I don't know what happened. That coach for Florida State, nobody knows. Who the fuck is this guy? Is that Norvell or something like I don't that? Know. I couldn't tell you. I, I mean, he's been he's been slow burning by Mike, Brian, I almost said Michael Kelly, Brian Kelly for the last four years. So... Uh, and needless to say, it was like the deer in headlights. Like it, it, and the shock on his face. Like he had no clue. What do you mean, man? I had all this shit done. We're good. I'm going to beat them. Fuck. But that's not the problem. The problem is when you start digging into Mr. Kelly's resume, his CV. Yes. Yes. Enlighten me. Paint me a word picture. So, here we go. Oh, wait. Lest we forget, I spent 10 years agonizing over this fucking man. Assumption unit. He's from, of course, he's from. He's from Massachusetts, yeah. Which is where he gets the southern drawl from. (laughs) And he played linebacker. I mean, wouldn't that make sense? I mean, the... The guy breathes and his whole head turns red. So he went from his playing career <laughs> directly to a coach. Doesn't tell us any... Jesus Christ. Here, here, this tells you everything you need to know about him. He was at Notre Dame for 10 years. Uh, yeah. Give or take. So. Yeah. And LSU now too. Bowl games. All right. He's been to some bowl games. He will not win you one. He's, I mean, he's been in the national and, championship. Seven and five. Jesus Christ. He's won a Division II title. The MIFC, whatever that is. A MAC, a Big East title. He, uh... I mean, yeah, if... If Notre Dame were in a conference, there would have been a few years. Like, the year they went to the national championship, they would have He would have won. gotten all yeah, that. but... Central Michigan. What a... F- four... <laughs> Four and seven, six and five. <laughs> he ended up with a nineteen and sixteen record. Yeah, 
And then he stumbled up to Cincinnati from there. Right. Let's see, what is... Uh, and, I mean, he put together a good resume at, at Cincinnati that got him Cincinnati was... You're absolutely right. He went 34-6. and six. Yeah. Well done. But you... I don't know who you're playing in Cincinnati and... Well, I mean, that oh, was before... Oh, 9. I mean, you could, you could credit him with... He brought... I mean, where the Bearcats are now and which... Or what did we say last week? Where did they... They moved up into a conference... Oh yeah, they joined one of the. Uh, They're not know. in the Big Ten, but the um, ACC because it seems like be, yeah, everybody's yeah. joining the ACC at this. Yeah. I think they we have our attorneys have a, an offer on <laughs> on his desk right now to join the ACC. Um, so yeah, that's he but got he kind of got that start. Like he put he brought them back on the map from where. Well done. They were. Well done. Okay. But that was enough to get him hired at Notre Dame. After. And he stayed at Notre Dame for a while. Notre Dame is stubborn as fuck. Well, so, yeah, but that that was after they went through coaches like oh, yeah. babies go through diapers. So yep. they, they were in that moment where they were like, well, we need stability in the program. That and sounds then, an awful lot like Juventus. Yeah. So, um, and, and of course, too... We didn't. All we had to go back on was really the Cincinnati days, right? And so you're going like, oh, well, this guy's already proved himself, and so we would we would just get there. Yeah, his and, overall record, ninety two and thirty nine, solid. Well, and he, it, yeah. it's the uh, just getting there. And that's where um, I think, in terms of, I mean, I don't want to speak for the whole fan base, but with like Notre Dame was. Camping World Bowl, the national championship year, and we're going into that game with one of the Was top. That Mateo. Yeah, Manti Teo. Yeah, yeah. And I just put his name into one word. Yeah, fair enough. You knew who I was talking about. Yeah, it's either that or I had a, I had a, I have a buddy with the, his last. We call him Matea. So it's like, yeah. no. what are you talking about Justin for? Nope. Um, I'm talking about your linebacker who got catfished. Yeah. He played for. He was in New Orleans for like two cups of coffee. Yeah, but anyway. Anyway, go ahead. But that year, yeah, Notre Dame's coming in with one of the top ranked defenses. Granted, we're running into the a juggernaut. Yeah, um, but like same Who was the as quarterback of that Alabama team. Oh, that uh, I don't. I don't. I I hate Alabama. So so do I. I'm an LSU fan. Um, but I've got kids uh, that go there. God damn it. But it was embarrassing. Like, Alabama just ran right over a top-ranked defense. And Men against boys. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it looked. Whereas, like, all year Notre Dame, the defense... I mean, the offense was okay, but the defense was stout. And then they go into that game, and it was... It was like they hadn't trained or right. practiced, completely unprepared after watched any video or anything like that, and well, so that's when. The, the, another thing about that game is the uh, the failure to make adjustments. Yeah, see, so you're you're seeing the themes. You know, appear. like they kept getting burnt on, the, and I know it's a defensive coordinator as well, but you're the head coach. You got to fucking say something, and you hired that motherfucker. Like that's, Dude, there are fucking holes all open their zone defense, all over the place. And nobody went, huh, maybe we should do something. 
Well, even if your coordinator's not making the adjustment, as a head coach, you need to go up to your coordinator and go, what the fuck are you doing? Right. You, can you see they're just doing the same thing over and over and yeah. over again? Exactly. And then we're dropping more people in the back, and they're still doing it, and then now they're gashing us on the f- ground. So that the, the part I thought was funny... From my standpoint. It was embarrassing, by the way. I'd like that we... Yeah. Not we. LSU got embarrassed on national team. The first high-profile two top ten teams, it was like, here it is. They got fucking stomped. Yeah. And predominantly in the... I mean, like like you said, they were in it going into halftime, and then after halftime, it was just all Florida And technically, they were... I mean, they had the edge. The field was tilted in their way. They just do what the Saints do and go for it on fourth down and then miss field goals and shit. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened after halftime. And then that's what he does. Right. So that's what, what I thought but was funny. But then he'll go out and beat Alabama on the road. That Like, that's what he does. Yeah. But, I mean, to be to be fair, last year's Alabama team was not – that was an Alabama team in transition. Correct. And that they know. still will be this year. Right. I just think Florida. No, Florida State's not. Where are they at? Uh, well, they're in now, the top five now. Yeah, they're Florida State's four now. So. And LSU's the highest one-loss team. <clears throat> right now, yeah. That is depressing. One spot above K-State. Wow, the powerhouse. But one of the things I thought was really funny was going on Twitter. And first, there's, you know, there's the LSU fan base. And I could say, as a Notre Dame fan, we feel your pain. It, it's, um, the, there's and then, a theme. But then, but then, like, all the Michigan, are, are all the Big Ten fans being like, Notre Dame can't get over it. Like, no, so here's the deal. Now you have two schools. Well, it, there's really? that. But so, like, Brian Kelly... Vamooses in the middle of the night, like no warning, nothing. No, just, he just like I even think the Notre Dame AD found out on the news that Brian Kelly had signed with like LSU. It was like but, that. So ha- and so I'm not gonna go down a fucking contractual. No, no. Hole, well, I mean, but... and 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 Brian Kelly and his, I mean, he's just so good with the media. Um, Charismatic as hell says that. He couldn't win at Notre Dame because of the high academic standards and you know how they divert money to their academics and not to the athletic program. So he went to LSU, LSU. one of the most corrupt. Sure. <laughs> he was like, man, they will get me anything I need. Sure. So that's one of the things that Notre Dame fans are marveling at is that we were warning for the last five, five or so years, we're warning everybody about this guy. Of, you know, can't win the big game, no. doesn't make adjustments, nope. just does enough. Like, he would be a great MLB manager. Like, he win, he might get you a wild card spot. He'll win you 87 to 94 games a sure. year. But then you lose in the first round and of the And then playoffs. you'll win one game in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. So. But he's Buck Showalter. And so now, like, he, he, even though he says he loves his time in Notre Dame, he still shits on Notre Dame, and he goes to LSU where they roll out the red carpet, right, give him a blank check for everything, and you get in a high-profile game one, and you do the same exact a year, shit. A year after you overachieved. Right. It's not like you were just, which, again, He did the same thing in Notre Dame. His first season there with 
several recruits from Charlie Weiss and that program. God, I forgot Charlie Weiss yeah. was there. Good lord. I tried to forget that. Well, you should. You should <laughs> men and block that shit he's, and erase it out of your brain. He's too big to forget. Um. <laughs> he can't fit into another job right now, apparently. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But... He did the same thing. Like he comes, it comes out like Notre Dame does really well. I mean, not enough to get into the, into the you know national championship conversation, but well yeah, enough to where was, everybody's yeah. like, all right, here we go. And then it's ten years of that of just like, oh, we're we're this good. Is it. This is and it. then you just drop those key yeah, games well, that get you out of the conversation. So that's what LSU does. They, I, but they like to do it early. Past right. two years, we've gotten beat. I think Florida State's beaten us now back to back. Yes. Oh no 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 no. Oh yeah, because yeah. last year we missed an extra point. Yeah, because, but the but the previous two years when but he's played Florida State the last oh, four yeah. years. He, he should have played them more with Notre Dame, huh? They weren't a yearly yeah. thing. But I, I think it's like, but it's been like four years in a row he's coached a team that went up against Florida State. And they lost all of them, right? No. Well, he won the last two. At Notre Dame, he, they oh, wow. beat him bad, like you know his or whatever four games ago, and then it was close. But they they won a squeaker two or three years ago, and then they won a squeak. They lost a squeaker last year, and then they got stomped. So that's why everybody's throwing out the Bowden quote of like you know you you lose big, lose close, win close, win big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or if you're Nick Saban, we're just gonna step on your throat. Which is, and I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and gloat um, because no, you, you, no, you shouldn't. Notre because. Dame has not played a a top top program yet. That's coming up in a few weeks. But um, well, remember last year you lost your first two, right? So and everybody was really they wanted to march your boy out the state. I, I had to those, tread lightly there, bro. Yeah, but uh, they wanted to run him out of town. I'll but that's say. what I love about Freeman is is that he's. He's putting himself in a position where he's not going to be. He's not calling all the plays no, all the time. No. They a, even have like he doubled up on coaches on the sideline. He's a he's a wonderful human being. He's a very attractive man at that too. And he's got a really. good I mean, quarterback. I'll just say that. Yeah. That quarterback. What did I send you last? What was he doing? Oh, he oh was, yeah, he was doing. He the, was doing the the chugging dicks on the sideline. Oh, I forgot we got cameras now. Everybody's going to see me doing the. <laughs> That's what he was doing. We want to take this time to thank you for supporting the Pulpery Podcast. We are available on all podcast platforms, so please follow us and turn on the downloads. You can always delete them later. If audio is not your thing, we are on YouTube. Check out our page and hit the subscribe button, like our episodes, and share with all your friends. Follow us on all the socials for our latest content and additional takes on the latest stories and news. If you need a change for your taste buds, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about the way you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need to rethink condiments. Help support an independent business by getting rid of your same old condiments and boss up with the goddamn sauces. Before we get into our... uh young boys discussion that sounds gross (laughs) Um, Juventus won Chiesa scored an all world goal they're sitting in third place in the league there you go awesome Pogba played fantastic 
and he hurt himself. There you go. There it is, right before the international <laughs> break. He will be back after the second transfer window. I mean, I don't know when. I don't That's know if he doesn't fly off somewhere to right. go into a yurt and fix he, it himself. You know what he needs to do? He needs to go to fucking Germany and get that platelet shit that they do <laughs> and then come back. <laughs> Fuck. Whatever. What? Whatever. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. Fucking Paul Paul. Motherfucker. <laughs> God, I was rooting for you so much. What? <laughs> I think he's at that stage. So, although Romelu Lukaku joined Lukaku, yeah, <coughs> Lukaku <laughs> joined Roma with Paulo Dybala, they're dead last in Serie A. They haven't won a match. There you go. Because it's fucking Romelu. You rub your stench, <laughs> your stink on Dybala. You fucking. All right, now to the Yankees' young guns, the baby bombers. There you go. What? <laughs> So uh, did did they ha- we we talked about this? They have expanded rosters earlier now, right? Yeah. Why the fuck? How delusional do you have to be that, let's say, the trade deadline you were out of it, so much so that you really go out and do any business that you bring these fucking? And there's only three of them, and right. they fill holes that we need. Why not bring them up? I mean, Instead that's of rolling, a, you know, Aaron Hicks corpse out, corpse out there for the first half of the season, and Rizzo, who his brains are scrambled or something. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't get it, and I get that our pitching's bad. I'm not talking where we'd be in the playoffs or anything like that, but. Well, I mean that. I mean that all depends. I, 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 and I mean, ahead, I can speak from. The bird standpoint, I mean, particularly in the early going of the season, even after you could bring up the kids and they're not going to get their um, service hours. Yeah, that's I, charity, I was going to go to service time. So yeah, service time. Thank you. Um, is like there were there were a bunch of games, particularly like you know Adam Wainwright, who's just trying to get to two hundred wins. Yeah, and how close is he? I, I think he's still two away. Like, but I mean, he's his confidence is broken. And, but in some of those early games, he was losing by like a run. Right. So like, what would it hurt if you're, if they're not going to get enough service time to qualify for, you know, full-time status, Right. bring them up. And then you maybe in those, those one run games, they go the other way. Yeah. Cause these kids don't care. No. They're just up there to play baseball. Right. Awesome. Here we and go. And that's, and that's before some. Some bench coach gets in their fucking head about like, launch hey, angles. Uh, well, uh, you know, the, this computer screen tells me that you're doing something right. wrong. And after he goes three for four. Why aren't you catching the spin rate? And then... But coach, I just... Launching it at a 60-degree angle at a velocity of 145 miles per hour. It's that's three what we're RBIs and four hits. What are you talking about? But mm. yeah, that's exactly it. So Dominguez, the Martian... As it were, I was, I'm dead serious. Is batting three hundred over a I mean, thousand OPS. That's okay, right? I mean, I mean that's no Joey Gallo numbers, but <laughs> you know now Volpe and Cab- Cabrera. I said his name right. Their averages aren't there, but their defenses. Sure. And Volpe's got the first rookie with twenty home runs and twenty steals, or something like that. A first rookie in a while for the Yankees. Um, 
So yeah, look, Peraza has a double tonight. Oh, okay. Like, there's just... Oh my God. All three kids have been involved in all of the scoring tonight. <laughs> other than DJ LeMahieu. They are up 3-1. One of them has a home run. One of them has a double. Two of them have RBIs. Yeah. Of the three kids that I'm talking about. Well, I mean... And, and it's that goes... been like that since we started them and swept the Astros. Sure. I think we're on like a seven-game win streak. I fucking hate these kids. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but, so, yeah. like, but Youngblood also spurs the veterans. So right. Stanton he... hit his 400th. Yeah. <laughs> Took him a... It took him, like, 400 years. (laughs) Jesus, man. He's another one of those guys. We'll be paying him like Bobby Mania and, like, you know, when my kids are my age. But, like, you know, you take, I mean, you know, Aaron Judge is a veteran now. LeMahieu's a veteran. But if if they're still the young guys on an aging team, they don't have anybody to captain. But if you got these young kids who then get them excited. And have the... So judges there's a, there's all a, a weird one, layer of co- two, of subtle three four half, rapey talk going on here, but yeah, half the nine the lineup are kids. Yeah, and then you've got Judge D, like DJ Lemayhew, and we're still trotting out Stanton. Oh, and Wells. I'm sorry, I completely forgot about him. Our catcher, Mustache. <laughs> the Mustache. He figured it out. If you're gonna go to the Yankees, you better better have a solid mustache game. Yeah. And some swag. Oh, look, they scored again. And it oh, it was Aaron Judge this time. Fuck you. Well, I mean, that, I, I mean... We're not going to make the playoffs. I don't want to say it all. Well, no, but I mean, you all, you all are too big and big a hole. And Hey, man, mathematically, we still got a chance. Sure. But then, like, do you want to go up against nope. the Orioles in the first round? Well, it wouldn't even be them. It would be uh, out of yeah. Toronto or Seattle or but, maybe even Houston in the other wild card, which would be mm, well, chef's yeah. kiss. But like, like to to what you're saying, you look at the Orioles. You look yeah. at the Mariners. What have they done? Well, let's let's bring up the Texas kids. is the same way. Yeah. And now they've they, at the trade deadline, they're adding the veterans. Right. Yeah. That used to be how it was done. Yeah, Philadelphia and, did it, and they added Bryce Harper and a pitcher. I don't remember which one. Oh, and then they yeah, went to yeah, the World yeah. Series. Yeah. Oh, and they fired their manager. <laughs> yeah, because that's his fault. Oh, wait, oh, yeah. They fired the manager midseason. Correct. Yeah. Um, which that's was, which that's was, one of the few times that that's actually really worked. Well, um, I mean, I think if you're going from Joe Girardi to anybody else, <laughs> it's an upgrade. I think that's, but that's they like, like, that's the point, is that... These guys with their binders don't know how to handle or manage young talent. No. And so when you bring them up, they fuck them up in the head. Whereas yes. what the Mariners organizations figured out, the Orioles organizations figured out, like, let's find a guy, like, essentially, let's get a little league manager in here. Right. Who knows how to handle young kids and develop and, and begin and then, developing. And them. then tell him once a week with a binder that yeah. here are some stats that we you might want to just look at. But then you need the manager to go, fuck you, I'm not right. doing Exa- that. That's why I'm saying here, you might want to look at yeah. these. Uh, you could throw them away if you want. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you need. I don't need six guys behind a computer screen telling Anthony Volpe that 
or his, yeah. his launch angles off. Or how to structure your lineup or yeah, fuck yeah. you. Who to, who to call out of the pen. Eat dicks. Yeah. Here's another thing. Champions League. We'll get to that real quick. Um, <laughs> Juventus isn't in it, which is a little depressing. You'll live. I think I will. I, I really do. I'm actually kind of looking forward to watching the Champions League. Without having to... With, without... Sweating your ass off. Yeah, without being angry. You know, like, I'll pick a couple of these teams to watch and follow them through the, the group stages. So here's my question about Group A. Is, does Bayern, is Bayern, Bayern still... Because they've been up and down the last couple of years. Well, but this year it seems they, like they've, they've added pieces. Yeah, but they lost Sane too. I don't know. I'll have to look. And a it's bu- early in the season, but a bunch of German teams have been making a bunch of ac- like in the transfer window. Like yes, they've been siphoning. But they do. But they do their their good business. Yeah, they're not going out there and buying like the next Lewandowski or anything no, like that. No, no. So. I don't know. Manchester United is Manchester United, so we know that. <laughs> Did you notice that they got beat this pet? I can't. I'm not going to miss the chance. Um, they played Arsenal this past weekend. Yeah. And I watched it sitting in my car waiting on fucking soccer matches in a <laughs> desert. Um, and it was a tie game until like the 80th minute or something. They put Harry Kane on. I mean, not Harry Kane. Harry Maguire right, on yeah. in like the 70th minute. Arsenal scored two goals. <laughs> Was it two or three? Maybe they were losing 1-0. He's a national treasure. They brought on the best player in the world. How dare they take away his captaincy? Okay, (laughs) so that's that. Sevilla, they always win the Europa League. Right. So, I don't know. Arsenal's still Arsenal. Right. I mean, that's And again, watching them, they're good, but they don't scare me. Um, Napoli, we don't know yet because they're not doing much. Or Real Madrid, although Real Madrid's midfield is bonkers. Yeah. When you have Luka Modric on the bench, <laughs> something's awesome there. Like, it, it's a party in well, there. I think they're they're in that year where, I mean, that they can, like, let Benzema go. Yeah. And then, like you said, put Modric on the bench because it's like, okay, Here our, our young boys. <laughs> you haven't are, seen this yet, but yeah. watch. Yeah, exactly. Right. They uh so yeah they won the league last year and they went deep in the uh, Champions League too. Yeah, they did, and th- but like I could see this year because it is a bunch of like the guys it's they've so- been building over over the last four or five years that the pundits are going to sleep on them and then they run the table. Have you seen their new their new park? Yeah. Oh my Christ! With a retractable field. Yeah, and they I think they put that in. They retrofitted it around the Bernabeu that, as it is. Like, the stadium is still the stadium. Yeah. They just upgraded it and put that fucking pitch down there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're not going to... It's yeah, going to be like gonna... Soldier Field. They're just going to keep putting saucers on it and shit. Like... Well, that's like every house in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Next group, Benfica, enter. I could care less. Benfica. You yeah, know what? I'll go for the Portuguese side. Good, good on that. Well, this could be Salzburg's year. You yeah, don't know. fuck Inter. That's all I care. This <laughs> one is this one is interesting, with Feyenoord, Atletico Madrid, Lazio, and Celtic. Celtic. Yeah. Celtic. Celtic. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, They're not from Boston. 
<laughs> yes, we're not singing a Mighty Mighty Boston song. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. I want. I'm interested. Where, Fine Nord. Where would that be? Sweden. Yeah, I mean, so one of these teams had to knock Ajax out. Oh yeah, maybe so. that's maybe they okay. And then we get to the group of death, which will be fun. PSG, Dortmund, Milan, and Newcastle. Although Newcastle, Jesus, seem, yeah. I don't know what's going on with them. I don't think they've won. They won one match and they've lost two or three on the bounce. Well, I mean, okay. yeah, them and Chelsea are saying money can't buy you happiness. Fuck no. <laughs> I don't know anything about Milan P- yet. PSG went through that and now they're reaping. They they've been reaping the benefits of so, that. So they so might be on the. Th- they're either going to suck really <laughs> bad or they're going to sneak up on people. Yeah. Man City, who gives a fuck about that group? Dortmunds do though. I'm, I would say that they're always there. Yeah. I think last year they got knocked out by one of those surprise teams because there's always a surprise team that makes it to the knockout. Yeah. And one of them always ends up in the final four somehow. Don't know how it happens. Luck, yeah. of, luck of the draw. Um, so the big question with G is: Can Man City pull off another treble? Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know what, I, I, I'll i pump the brakes knowing, knowing that De Bruyne is hurt and out yeah. for a while. Yeah. But the kid that's playing now, um, I don't know his name, uh, he's fine. Fine, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be okay. Imagine that Pep had a backup. Oh, he's probably got another $400 billion midfielder sitting behind him. And we're done. Man City wins. Woo! Woo! <laughs> The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimmion. Social media and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators.